This is Tanya D, host of the T-Side podcast, where we talk total health, life lessons, and music. I have a lot of candid conversations from my perspective as a licensed therapist, as well as a trauma survivor. And every lesson comes with a theme song. So you can find me at the TeesidePodcast.com. Podcast is on all major platforms, Google, Spotify, Apple. And in October, I will be having my one-year anniversary of the Teesside Podcast. So again, you can find me on the TeesidePodcast.com. And you are listening to Rebuke. What's up? This is Van Everett, host of the Scenario Radio Show, Real Talk with the Playlist. Come pull up a seat to the grown-ups table and you can hear us on any platform that has great podcasts. Doesn't matter where it is. You can also catch us on the ScenarioRadioShow.com. So you're listening to Van with the Scenario and this is Rebuke. Hello, everyone. This is Marcus, and you're now listening to Rebuke. This is Rebuke's 49th episode, and we have something great for you all to listen to. Um, before we go any further, we'd like to thank you to everyone that supported the podcast for, uh, for going on two years now. This month is the two-year anniversary of Rebuke, reestablishing Black unity, knowledge, education, and economics. So I'd like to thank everyone for supporting me that, from day one ever since 2019. Um, and we got, we got, we got some more, more things to come. Um, we, we got more topics we need to discuss that, that, that needs, that the black community needs to be educated on and, and, and resolve. So thank you all for the two year anniversary. And if you are, you love the podcast and everything, and you know how to support, you know, hit the support button on your, on your, on the Apple, Google, or Spotify, and, and you'll be a monthly subscriber. Or you can donate to my cash app, which is dollar sign R-E-B-U-K-E-E-06, which is, that is again, dollar sign R-E-B-U-K-E-E-06. Now, I got a, a, a great show, and I'd like to thank my guests, Van and Tanya. That's right. <laughs> yeah, you got to get these uh, sisters' name right. They will correct you real quick, even on your own show. Um, <laughs> so, um, what's transpired about probably a month ago is that, um, a well-known rapper called the baby, uh, these rappers names, I tell you, I don't, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm a, I'm a alpha alpha man and I don't want nobody calling me the baby, but because I hear it all the time when I was trying to holler at older women. Oh, you just a baby. So I wouldn't want to be called the baby. But <laughs> that's to each his own. But the baby had a concert and he says some, um, you know, in today's society, 
um, vulgar language against a particular group. I believe the homosexuality, homosexual group, and people were not amused about it. And there was a great call to cancel this brother out. Now, this brother has been popular for the past two years. Everybody talks about him. Everybody, he's in featuring almost everybody's uh, rap songs. But he's make one small mistake, and they're gonna cancel him out. And I have a, you know, the topic he's he referring to. You know, I, you know, I kind I have a different views on it, but um, than the most of most people today. But I, does he should be should he be canceled for having his own opinion? Now that brings us to our title of our show. It's just simply titled "Canceled." Now, um, once again, I'd like to thank Van and, and Tony for coming on the show. They have their own podcast. They will do a little plug and and tell you where you can they can listen. You, uh, you can listen to their shows and everything because they get, have great shows. Uh, so they'll do that later on. But we're gonna get right into this topic. So before I go in t- and ask them their questions, I'm gonna give them uh, give everyone the uh, definition. Society calls cancel culture now if i can find it yes now cancel culture refers to the popular practice of withdrawing support for public figures and companies after they have done or said something considered object objective or offensive now ladies first tanya what is your personal definition of cancel culture You know, <laughs> I, honestly, I think it may have not necessarily my definition, but the definition of, of the whole cancel culture has changed a little bit over time. But what, 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 what was it before it changed? I don't know. I think it was more to remove literally like you said in the definition to stop that person from doing something to change everything and now I feel like it's more I guess I would almost say commercialized it's Mm. just more so words it's like you know what I don't like them and then what you know the baby what he said things that were offensive they wanted to quote unquote cancel him. What exactly does that mean? How is that going to happen? I feel like it's more so words now than action. Oh no, 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 it's action now. They can't they they removed him from a lot of concerts that he ain't getting no paychecks. A few. <laughs> I mean, we'll get into it, but they canceled Kanye too. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, we about to get into it. Then. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> we about to get into it. Hey, Van, what what's your what's your personal definition of cancel culture, man? Um, my, my personal definition is is really just the idea that people have come to recognize their own control of the public narrative. Mm. To me, that's what cancel culture is. It's simply it's simply the idea that we are in a place that. In all of society, from the time humanity has been, as long as humanity has existed, for the most part, people had no 
sense of their place in the public narrative and whatever place they had was really small most of the time most of human humanity we couldn't read most people couldn't read now more, more people can read and not only can they read they can also share their opinions with the entire world and that's something that's never happened before that's the only difference people like you were saying earlier you said that in this day and age there are some things that uh, the baby said that might be, seem offensive no they were always offensive it's just that the people that were that were being offended didn't have a voice at a certain time now they have a voice and we have to listen so that's that's cancel culture and, and i mean if that's what you're going to call it you know cancel culture is the idea that now there are people who otherwise ne- who had never had a voice now have a voice and we have to figure out how to reckon with what that means for us as a society well, 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 as the church doors are open. All right, <laughs> Reverend Van. <laughs> uh, you know I was going to cut up. All right. So the band, so, uh, uh, you know, Tanya went first. So I'm going to go with you first on the second course. Do you think cancel culture infringes on, no, not just people, but I, I see it as more of an issue with us as a black people. Do you think it infringes on black people's freedom of speech? Before you answer that, I would mm. like to use the example of Nick Cannon. You know, Nick Cannon has his, he has a little, I think, a podcast, and he was talking to one of the members of uh, Public Enemy. I, you know, the guy that was over the, the sergeant of arms, that guy. Yeah, uh, Professor, Professor Griff. Griff. Yeah, the super, uh-huh. the super conscious brother. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And he was just talking about certain stuff, and he was just talking about um, how he feel about Jews and white people. And man, they snapped on him and took almost took his. I think he got his show back, but they took the show back away from him and basically made him apologize. And then he donated money to the Jews, <laughs> like he didn't know what what, what the Jews went through. Uh, and everything, and I was like, "Damn, this made this." And they put this Negro in diapers um, from speaking his mind. So, do you think cancel culture infringes on people's freedom of speech? Um, I, I I think a better question is why we talk about freedom of speech when we're talking about celebrities, whether or not they, whether or not you get to keep your television show, your podcast, your radio show, isn't really has nothing to do with freedom of speech. The rest of us are living lives. We got jobs, real things going on that we this gives us a more of a freedom of speech the technology the opportunity to respond to nick cannon the opportunity to respond to people who we otherwise didn't have that voice to respond to what what it does is it puts them on a playing field where now they have to capitulate to people that otherwise they could ignore they used to be able to ignore all of that so nick i mean if nick cannon has to apologize to keep his tv show i can apologize to a lot of people right now they're still not going to give me a tv show so what? So so what do we? So is that really an infringement on freedom of speech? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Is that what you would call that? Think about when you think about freedom of speech and the people who have died for their freedom of speech. None of them apologize and got a TV show. Ooh, <laughs> oh man, come on, man, Tanya, do you think it infringes on black uh, black people's freedom of speech? No, I think because honestly, it's more. I would say oh, wait, 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 before you, st- before you uh, get started, I won't give you an example. Okay. Now, I see that you got you rocking the natural, right? Mm hmm. Okay. I like sisters with natural hair. I'm, I'm a big advocate for sisters with natural hair. Do you know when black women would can- try to cancel me out? If I, if I made a statement on Facebook or social media talking about, man, I can't stand black women with weave. But that's 
You get what I'm you get what I'm um I'm, I'm going with that? Well, see, I think what it is, it's everybody has freedom of speech. It's I mean, it's more is it freedom of consequences? Uh, Technically, if you go on your Facebook, that's fine. Say what you want to say. Okay. Just be ready for the backlash that comes with it. And again, then what? Some people not going to like it. Some people might be like, oh, I got a chance. It's always, it just depends on who it is. I will say, I think Black people in general, just because of our history, we always are the underdog in any situation. So we may have it a little bit worse, but I don't think it's more so infringing on Black people. Go ahead, man. And the other thing you got to keep in mind when we talk about freedom of speech, the, the very idea of the phrase Black Lives Matter, the reason that resonates is because of the fact that there were people who otherwise who 10 years ago would not have had the same ability to get that phrase out into the public discourse. So they have more freedom to speak now than they had back in the past. So the only difference yeah, the only difference is like uh, Tanya was saying, we're wrestling with consequences of people's speech is that we can all, we've always had our opinions about what things are. It's just that now we have to wrestle with what other people thinks of, think of those opinions and whether or not we can deal with that or not. But, but the opinions mm-hmm. have always been there. People have always had the, what decided what they wanted to think about what, what type of hair black women should wear. But now black women have a, has just as much of a forum to say whether or not they appreciate what someone else thinks of their hair or not. I'm tracking. All right. Reverend Van and Professor using these ten dollar ten dollar words on here. I wasn't ready, brother. I was not ready. Capitulate. That's a ten dollar word. You get what I'm saying? All right. So, so let, let's just for the record, I am at times what is referred to as a sesquipedalian. That's somebody who tends to throw big words around. It's not that I do it on purpose. It's just that I like to be specific. I like and big also, words. and I also never get to use the word sesquipedalian unless I'm talking about this particular subject. Just so I just want to throw that out there. Too. Wow! <laughs> oh, 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 wow! All right. Um, now I'm going. I'm going to go back to this question later on. I'm going to go ahead to this one. Um, this is for you, Tanya. Do you think the whole cancel cultural culture wave is just another weapon to destroy the black man? And I use and I use Colin Kaepernick. Now, Colin Kaepernick, you know, use his platform. He's a football ex football player in the NFL. Use his platform to to expound and elaborate the injustices that black people face when it comes to the police officing in America. White people didn't like it. They voiced their opinion. And basically cancel this brother out of a job. So do you think this whole cancel culture thing, it seems like black people like it, but they don't, they're not really thinking too hard, too deep. Do you think it's another weapon to, to shut the black man mouth, uh, shut him up? I wouldn't necessarily equate Colin himself because here in St. Louis, there were Rams that came out, you know, with all the stuff with, you know, everything going on. It's St. Louis and Ferguson. Like, just in general, mm-hmm. it's always been a lot of history mm-hmm. in 
St. Louis and the whole state of Missouri, really. But they came out, you know, when we had the Rams here, some of the players came out with their fists up. They got fined. They didn't like when they did it. The difference was Colin basically was like, I'm still going to do it. He didn't follow through, you know, and go with the apology like Nick Cannon. But is he canceled? No. The NFL decided he couldn't play because that's money. He was messing with their money. But Colin is still doing stuff in the community. He's still out doing things. Nobody canceled him. People still rock his jersey. So I wouldn't necessarily say it's canceling him. I wouldn't necessarily conflate the two because money is a whole different issue. Like Nick Cannon, he got, like Van said, celebrity. Colin, I wouldn't necessarily say it's, you know, just even because he's a black man. He wears hair in a fro, but before all this with the knee, he wasn't really rocking a fro. So, oh, uh oh, you got a little, you got a little, <laughs> his little thing for calling. Okay, I got you. <laughs> no, not okay. at all. Okay, okay, okay. But so you do, so you don't think it's a weapon against black the black men. Not necessarily against the black man. Okay. I mean, the world is against the black man. I don't okay. think cancel culture is specifically for him. Oh, gosh. What is this man's name? I forgot his name. He was a radio host. Don Remus or something Don like that. I missed. He, miss. he made a comment. He lost his job. He's a man, but he wasn't a black man. He was one of the first that they canceled. So, again... I wouldn't necessarily say it's against the black man. Okay, okay. What about you, Van? Yeah, I don't. I don't think I, I'm somebody who never who re- doesn't really bother to ask the question: Is this racist? Because we live in America, everything's racist by right. definition. This is structured. Everything is structured that racism would work to its to its fullest advantage. The question is: Is how do we get around it most of the time? It's like how do we get around the racist aspects of it? So, does cancel culture have a racist aspect to it? I'm certain it does because. If it's in America and white people can find a way to use it, they will eventually use it to weaponize it against black people, not just black men, but black people. Um, But, yeah, I don't think it's by design something that is in and of itself detrimental to black men or black people any more than any other weapon that was designed uh, before black people were even put in mind. Okay. All right. All right. I'm going to go to this this question here. This is for you, Van. Okay. Why is it easier to cancel out a black person versus white person? And I use Colin Kaepernick, but but, but um, and she, and she don't feel like she, uh, Tanya don't feel like he got canceled. I think he did a little bit. He's a hero in our, our, our site, but the white folks are cheering that he got out of the NFL. That's why I'm, and that's why I'm looking mm-hmm. at it. Now, Rush Limbaugh said the similar says some crazy outlandish things so why how come as a as a, as a people we can't cancel out the, the, our, our foes i think it's interesting you would use rush limbaugh as an example in 2003 he was on he was one of the people he was working for espn and and for a very short times like grand opening grand closing he got there he went rush limbaugh and they kicked him out because <laughs> because of that very thing he was being rush limbaugh 
he was as racist as he always is. He was talking about Donovan McNabb. He made right. a comment. He's like, mm-hmm. you know, he's going to make a comment about black quarterback. It ain't going to be a good comment. He just, he doesn't know how to do that. So they mm-hmm. kicked him. They got rid of him immediately. Um, so, and that was before, you know, we had as much internet uproar. So, right. it, and that was because people were able to use their voices and ESPN had to decide. Uh, it, it was a thing where people were like, do we want our sports more than we want our racism? And the only difference is with Colin Kaepernick, they said we want our racism more than we want him playing sports. <laughs> That's the only because, difference. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, he did get like both of them got canceled, but they got canceled because we had to weigh we had to weigh our options. It was like people. He's like his his racism wasn't nearly as good as their sports casting. But but we decided, and that's black people too, because black people didn't stand behind Colin the way that they think that they did. No, you didn't. we decided yeah. that we loved our football way more than we hated racism, and mm. and left him out there, left him out there in the cold. But no, no, they mm-hmm. get canceled. It's just it's all it becomes a matter of what what the weight of it all is. Papa John doesn't own his own company anymore because he you know said too much mm-hmm. because people loved his pizza more than they loved his racism. And if it had been the other way around, they would have got rid of the piece and kept the racism. But it just didn't work out for him that way. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, the reason why I use Rush Limbaugh, I'm, I'm going to go ahead because he says a lot of derogatory and ill statements, so, you know, about blacks, about women, about all that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And nobody has chose to cancel this brother out. This guy flourishes before he died. This man was flourishing. This this clown got one a of the uh, richest uh, people in radio. Yeah, and this guy got mm-hmm. a medal. What was it? I forgot the medal from the president. Of, he got the medal of freedom, but he did get get it from Donald Trump. Let's but he, he, he get <laughs> that's so very true. Yeah, he exactly. got it from Donald yeah. Duck. But you know what I'm saying? He still got it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So that's why I use Rush Limbaugh. It's like, man, this but, guy. But you got you to gotta keep in mind of his entire history. Rush Limbaugh used to be on TV. He used to be syndicated on television. But they got rid of him for the same reason everybody else got rid of him. What Rush Limbaugh did was he found his niche. He found... Uh, he found his own, he started his own radio empire and all he did was cater to more races like him and it's like mm-hmm. you can't once you got down to your niche who else is there to cancel you and, th- and that's at the end of the day that's all you can do is that you can make some you what you have to decide is like i said before what, what we're always the the thing that we're always navigating in america's black people is is not whether something is racist is how can we navigate this racism how can we manage it is it going to be is it going to be on my tv screen is it going to be on my show is it going to be in my area or is it going to be in my space because it's going to exist and we decided we're not going to have it in our space so he took it over to his space and let it flourish and there's just plenty of people who eat it up so what do you do okay before i go on this next question uh, the baby uh uh kind of uh inf- you know influenced me to do the show but n- not just the baby now this particular artist i have forever canceled him <laughs> um this house negro <laughs> has the audacity to say that uh blacks uh chose uh, chose to be <laughs> enslaved rocked a magna hat met with donald trump um all that and for some reason black folks got amnesia and forgot that what all he has done you know and another person i have forever forever canceled is can candace owens don't even ask me for the uncancel her. She's forever canceled in my book. 
I, I don't do too well with house Negroes. You know what I mean? Uh, but uh, all of a sudden, this brother drops an album called Donda, and they treating this album like Marvin Gaye. What's going on? Like this, this is the album of the century. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Let me, I got to do a show on this. So, uh, now, 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 now going back to, uh, 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 Kanye. Now let's go to back to this sister here. Now I had a, I have, you know, this sister has a angelical voice and was doing very well until she decided to sing at, um, Donald Trump's inauguration you know people begged her not to sing at the, the thing i think uh quest love the drummer for the roots said he was willing to pay her not to sing but she she ignored everybody's advice and this sister has been canceled ever since i seen a i seen a uh i believe a 60 minutes or a documentary on her and she sang in front of three people where this auditorium could hold about five thousand people was very sad so now i want to bring this uh, bring this up to this question how come kanye west was uncanceled and chrisette michelle is still canceled in the black community well i will just say now she was canceled she got done dirty they she had gone in after this inauguration i think which I don't really understand why part of what happened was she did it after everybody else had canceled, even cover bands were canceling. They were like, no, we're not going to even be involved with this. Mm -hmm. And I read an article. She said, you know, I felt like I could be a bridge and possibly bring people together. And if honestly, she was getting good money for it. I mean, who doesn't want to be on that type of stage to get that type of, you know, recognition? But it was when they found out she got paid $250,000 and cashed the check for doing it, they decided to cancel her. First of all, I'm not going to anybody's job and I don't get paid. When you give me a check, I'm going to cash it. I don't care who you are. If I do the job, that was my job. Because if she didn't want to do it, it's not like she like, oh, I don't want his dirty money. She already agreed to do it. So do you feel she do you feel sorry to interrupt? Do you feel she should have done it? While uh, the black community begged her not to do it. I will say this. Everybody can do what they choose to do. I personally would not have because I don't even say his name I don't I just don't I don't write it I don't type it (laughs) he's cancelled in my book okay okay so personally I wouldn't have done it I wouldn't have wanted his dirty money but if that's what she wanted to do okay I can't be mad at her it's not like now all of a sudden her songs sound terrible because like I said, I had looked it up because I was a fan of her. She had done an album. She had gone back in after this, after the inauguration, recorded a whole album, and Capitol Records decided not to put it out. Damn. They dropped her from the label. Spike Lee decided, you know what? I'm not going to have you on my show, whatever the thing was on Netflix. 
Mm. Maybe they're white people. I don't know. Whatever it was, he decided he wasn't going to have her. And everybody was giving her a lot of backlash. She fell into a deep depression. At some point, somewhere in there, she had a miscarriage because of all of the stress and everything. So she got done dirty. They did cancel her. Uh, so before you get in there, Ben, before I, I save that, save that, uh, Mufasa. Uh, <laughs> uh, 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 but how come Kanye West got uncanceled though, Tanya? This nigga said, "Oh, so excuse me." This because Negro said, money. "Because it's about money." Okay. She was newer. She was, you know, first of all. Aside from the black man, women in general, and then you lay around a black woman, she's lower than the black man Uh-oh. because she's a woman. Uh-oh. So with her being a newer artist and all of that, pretty much Kanye already had a lot of connections and all of that. Because like I said, he's out meeting with the president. He said, remember way back when he said George Bush doesn't like black people. We didn't cancel him then. He was cool then. Mm. And then he got with the Kardashians. Again, he's adding on his layers of money, although he already had his own. Now he's part of the Kardashians. And whatever goes along with that, he went out. Trash. It, go ahead. Yeah, that's what I said. Whatever. <laughs> but again, that's a very well-known name with a lot of money and a lot of connections. So, pretty much, who did she have to turn to other than black people, really, at the time? And black people were the main ones dogging her out. So, damn. So, go ahead, Van. Well, Come on, Van. Here's yeah, the, here's but, the, but, she makes a good point. We, but here's the thing. Here's the thing you have to keep in mind. If the only people you have to turn to are black people, then you need to consider black people before you make those moves. If, Very Kanye, true. if Kanye can turn to white people, then yeah, he can put on all the MAGA hats he wants. If he can turn his back on black people and still keep, get the money, then yeah, he mm-hmm. has that option. That's an option she didn't have, but she still went and sung. And, right. and they're, they're, so there, there. I mean, I don't. I'm not saying that people are necessarily treating her fairly, but I am saying that the consequences are all. They all hinge on the fact that she is the one that decided to go and sing for uh, an avowed white supremacist. Right. At, like at, I said, at, a, at an inauguration because and, and because she felt she could bridge something. It's like. I don't remember the last time I ever needed Chrisette Michelle, Steve Harvey, or anybody other celebrity to do foreign right. policy work for me or any other type of thing. So <laughs> right. There's nothing that she could really bring to the table. You know what I'm saying? What she wanted right. to do was she wanted to get paid. I understand we all want to get paid, but we got to make a decision. What's our, you know, what is our career really worth? And she made the wrong decision. Now, right. now at the same time, I agree. Kanye is getting treated much differently than she's getting treated. And I think that's one part patriarchy. I think it's one part mystique. And I think it's also one part just sheer music. I don't know what the album sounds like because I'm not listening to Kanye. But I do know right. this. I do know this, that a banger will go a long way with black folks. There's a lot of things you can do in this world that can be wrong. But if you put out the right remix, you might let something slide. <laughs> and, it's, and it's shown us and we have shown ourselves to be that way over and over and over no, again no van you, by you saying that it reminds me of this boondock the show boondocks uh-huh. they did a special on r kelly and yep. he was in the mm-hmm. courtroom and 
And he played he his new joint in he court. He played his new joint in court. And, and everybody, forgot, everybody forgot that this dude's on trial for for uh, uh, for all the uh, allegations against younger women because he had a he had against a banger. Girls, yeah, yeah, and that and that's the thing. So we let a lot of things slide, and I'm not saying that's cool at all because I think it says it says a lot about us when we examine the way we deal with Kanye because the fact that we're willing to get into the the all the little details about his mental health and that he obviously got some issues but there are all these things about his mental health all these other things about where his mother died and we're willing to we're willing to extend sympathy to him a sympathy that we would not extend to Kanye if Kanye were a woman in the exact same position and that's true because we, we as a society are accustomed to the idea of making sure that women behave mm. whereas we you know whereas when they don't behave we don't want to know why they didn't behave we just want them to get back to the place of behaving whereas a man we want to understand well what was wrong with him what what happened to him what is you know we, we treat we're willing to treat him a little bit more as an individual even if we decide we're going to cast him away we want to hear his story and we don't even want to hear her story. So so there is that difference. But a lot of it does have to do with the fact that, I mean, Kanye is a bigger name. He has a mystique. He's he's interesting. She And she doesn't, and no matter how good her music is, she doesn't have any of those things going forward. We don't know what she, you know, who she's going to marry next or what she's going to do next or what she's going to show up or what she's going to rent out so that people pay to hear something that they're going to hear for free in a couple of months anyway. <laughs> so mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying that, that there's this whole marketing thing that he's doing as well so that that plays into all of that but yeah, I, yeah, I think yeah you know. him doing gospel music was a marketing uh, uh I agree as well so but we ain't gonna go into that that's another sub show yeah maybe you can play you can do that on your podcast <laughs> <laughs> so y'all y'all ultimately answered my next question is cancel culture harder on black men and black women y'all basically agree that it's harder on black women and, and i and after after watching uh, i don't know if it's hard on black women you, you i think what? this is i think society is harder on black women okay i don't know if cancel culture is hard on black women i think i think the real issue is is that it really most of the time it just raises questions about who we are when when um for instance when uh what's her name Megan Meg the Stallion when Megan Stallion got shot okay. by her by her boyfriend at the time we we wanted to we wanted to hear his side of the story you see what I'm saying she got shot and all we <laughs> we wanted to hear his well what did she do why did you know it's all these questions and and when we didn't want to hear anybody's side of the story when um. Tupac got shot. We don't want to hear anybody's side of the story when um what's the brother uh Nipsey Hustle? Nipsey Hustle. We don't want to hear anybody else's side of the story when Nipsey Hustle got shot. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So we just know it was a tragedy that these black men were shot. That they were that they were in a situation that was violent that happens to black men all over the country. Mm-hmm. We were like enough is enough it's, it, it hurts to see another one happen all the time and the thing is the thing that happened to Megan Stallion happens to black women all the time all over the country too but we didn't want to talk about it as a systemic issue because then we have to talk about us we wanted to mm-hmm. talk about it as well what did she do why did she make him shoot her <laughs> you see what I'm saying so that that's not so whether or not that's about cancel culture being hard on black women I don't know but I do know that we as a culture are harder on black women 
I was just I'm just upset that she dated somebody that's still sitting in a baby seat, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> but but, but that's, that's that's just here and there. <laughs> you six two and this dude's five four four eleven. But okay. Yeah. Yeah. That was what money do for you. <laughs> he was the right height. Right there. Apparently. <laughs> Next question. Apparently he can reach everything that need to be reached. <laughs> uh, yeah. Next question. Oh man, y'all clowning. Now we talked about Chrisette uh, uh, Michelle and her what she had done, she did, and what, what she shouldn't have done. Now, um, is it time for us as a people to forgive her and uncounsel her? Cause, and I heard this on the radio show. I heard this on the bre- uh, bre- Breakfast Club when they was talking about the baby. He and uh, one of the one of the uh, I think Styles P, one of the members of the Locks, was talking about this. He was saying when you cancel someone, just like hey, man, when I cancel you, I, I'm I'm doing more than canceling you. I'm canceling your wife. I'm canceling your kids. I'm canceling you all your family. All if I. If I cancel you and it affect your pockets, I'm just not only just affecting you, I'm affecting your family as well. And it, and everybody, your your assistant, your your producer and all that, you you're affecting all that. Um now that being said, should we uncancel Chrisette Michelle? Has she been through enough? I think this it's been what, five, six years? Any time for her to, you know, we were like, yo, we forgive you. Donald Duck's out of office. <laughs> uh, can we can can we can we do that? Or Tanya, are you ready? It's Tanya looks like she's ready. Look, I mean, like I like said, I already liked her music, so I like music. I'm not going to. Like I said, her paycheck has no effect on me. If that's what she wanted to do, fine. Like I said at the beginning. Is you have freedom of speech, you're just not free of the consequences. She suffered the consequences, but you live, you learn. She said, you know what? That was definitely the wrong move. I know everybody told me not to do it. I did it anyway. I was wrong. So yeah, why not? People still listen to R. Kelly if you oh. want really want to go there. Okay. Okay, go ahead. I mean, although now some people tend to get a little nervous or uneasy but like you said when you cancel somebody you gotta cancel everybody Mm. so the fact that everybody in the industry everybody knew R. Kelly was doing this stuff they knew he had underage girls there people were saying I came in to work with them in the studio and I saw so you knew, but you didn't say anything then. Now, all of a sudden, it's a bad thing. Not saying that he should be out here peeing on little girls, having these little girls, getting young girls pregnant, whatever. But I can't say 12 play wasn't my jam back when I was in college. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So that's why I talked about... Um... I don't know who I was talking about with that. Since we're on the topic, 
Uh, R. Kelly wasn't on my, wasn't on my agenda, people. But <laughs> ain't talk about cancel culture and not talk about him. Yeah, he's hard to avoid. <laughs> uh, I, I I I I believe he should serve some time. Yeah, I believe it. I'm just. Uh, well, let me tell you what happened. I was on Facebook and they, uh, I think Tom Joyner or, or Ricky Smiley made a post about, I think it was Tom Joyner made a post about R. Kelly. And I said, can we get this over with? And women attacked me like piranha. Like I was advocating for uh, 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 rape for underage girls. No, I'm just tired of hearing about this. Y'all going to, y'all turning up, turning every, uh, Every rock is going to be on turn with him. Y'all already know that he slept with Art, uh, Aaliyah and his mama. Y'all digging up more dirt. Y'all want him. Like my, my mom used to tell me, when the white man wants you, he going to get you. They got him. Throw him in prison for 30 years and go ahead and get over with R. Kelly peed on them girls when I was a senior in high school. I'm almost 40. And we, you know what I'm saying? So now all of a sudden, y'all listen to 12 play. A feeling on your booty, happy people, all this other stuff, and now y'all want to be uh, hypocritical and want to be you want to cancel them now. Y'all should have canceled them back then, like you, like what you was trying to say, Tanya. Y'all should have canceled back then because peeing on girls was uh, was was an issue twenty years ago. Mm-hmm. It is now, but that's just my soapbox. But but that's <laughs> that's what my soapbox. Go ahead, man. You want you seem like you got something yeah. to say, but you know what I'm saying. Well, to to your to the uh, the original question about forgiveness and yep. cancellation, and R. Kelly, to me, all of this, I think the thing that we're overlooking is that all of what we are doing with cancel culture and what we've been dealing with over these past few years is about our community and the common narrative. The, the same thing it always has been. Where are we now as black people? What do we what have we decided about who we want to be as a community? So the question for me is never really about should this person be canceled or should this person be forgiven? The question is, what does their presence do for my community? Mm. The, is that what is the value of their presence in my community? And that can be litigated of uh, 20 years ago when we didn't seem to want to protect our young girls enough to now because now we see it differently because the information that we have not about what he did is different, but the information about what we have developed as a culture is different. And we're like, Mm -hmm. these types of things have to, we have to make people accountable for these things at some point. And it may not have been the right point. And a lot of people have suffered in a long time, but it doesn't mean that it doesn't, we don't have to, as a culture, hold these types of things accountable. So when I so when I look at the situation with Chrisette Michelle, I'm not thinking so much about whether or not you know. I I think forgiveness is great. I think everyone should have the opportunity for forgiveness. But I also think that we often think we keep thinking in terms of celebrity that well, if they're forgiven, then they should be able to get their job. They should be able to drop the new album. And the thing is, it may not be how it works. Sometimes forgiveness don't work like that. Sometimes it means that we let it go, and now you just got to fend for yourself. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it, the baby or any other entertainer most of them don't care about my job or my kids mm. and it's not that I, it's not that I should hate them for it but the thing is i don't see i don't see myself in a position of having to protect the baby because i've listened to his music he doesn't care about my kids and he doesn't want to protect my kids boosie doesn't mm. want to protect my kids they don't love my kids i know what they say 
but I but but I'm listening to it. I'm watching what's happening. So if mm-hmm. these people don't care about my children, then I have to look for, out for my children first. So if that means that's got put that puts them away, I'd much rather put them away and care more about what my children have, uh, the, the society and the culture and the norms that we're creating for my children than I would about whether or not this cat, cat is going to get another job. And and so that's to me is the thing, whether that means cancellation, whether that means forgiveness, if that means that the baby decides to change the way he looks at the world and, he, and and becomes a kinder, gentler version of himself and he wants to treat people differently and we accept him because of that, that's great. If it means that the baby wants to double down and say, I am who I am and this is who I'm going to be, that's great too. Be who you are. But that does not mean we owe you any acceptance. Not because, and regardless of whatever you feel about homosexuality, if he never said anything about homosexuality, he said enough about how many about how he feels about black women or murdering black people that he still is not on my side. So I don't mm-hmm. owe him anything. And that's the thing. And that's the conversation that we're actually really having. We just are wrestling with how to get to it. Because, again, all of this is new. Cancel culture is something new. And the whole thing that we're using the technology to have our voices heard. And there are people who otherwise didn't get to say what needed to be said. Now you got to listen to him. And now the baby has to listen to him. And he doesn't like it. Now you brought see what you brought up something very interesting. I want now I'm going to ask this question. It wasn't on the list, but you brought up something. You brought up the baby, and you said you listen to his music. I don't listen to. I don't listen. I, I'm still old school. Hip-hop. I'm not an avid listener, but I've heard. Yeah, you, 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 you know what I'm saying. But um, uh, and you say he says a lot of derogatory things about is about women and about killing the black people. And it made me thought when you said it was talking about that, it made me thought about Public Enemy and KRS-One, uh, old rappers, how they got, I wouldn't say they got canceled, but when gangster rap started taking over, the, 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 the record companies were like, we don't want this social social conscious stuff y'all talking about. Y'all trying to uplift your people and uh, uplift black women. We don't want to hear that. So are black people cancel, trying to cancel? Are we canceling the wrong things? You know, Chris said, like you said, Tanya, Chris and Michelle wasn't talking about killing nobody in her music. She, you know, what I'm saying, she, yeah, she saw, she did, she did a wrong thing, but overall, her music was 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 uh, um, credible music and was great music. The baby yeah. is talking about killing killing us, and you know, what I'm saying genocide and all this other stuff. Oh, should we be canceling these rappers now? I, again, I don't know if we have to cancel anybody. I do know we have to raise our standards. Mm. I think we have to decide. We are still in the midst of deciding who we are and what are we going to be and what we will and will not accept. That's what a lot of this is. That's what everybody's wrestling with right now. That's the, that's what all these arguments on the Internet are about, really. People just don't recognize it. It's, it's the conversation that we've always been having the, it, from as far back as as long as black people have been before they were free. We were having that conversation. How are we going to be who we're going to be? And so when, you know, when it was uh, Booker T. Washington and uh, Frederick Douglass and they were, you know, one's mm-hmm. like it's agriculture and the other one's like it's, you know, the, the more modern uh, education and things of that nature. Then it was still who are we going to be? The difference was nobody else got a chance to chime in. And we're just having that same argument. Now everybody's at the table. And, and so th- the thing is, you won't have to cancel 
an, uh, an artist who doesn't who obviously by the music doesn't love black people when black people decide that we love ourselves too much to be bothered with it mm, I feel you brother I feel you let's now I'm go to my last question and uh, ladies first what advice would you like to give the, the black community about cancel culture Tanya oh What's your overall review or what advice you want to give to the community regarding this 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 new phenomenon for the past couple of years? I would like Van said, I would say educate yourself. Don't first of all, just don't follow along with what everybody else is saying. You know, you don't like uh, you heard that she was doing this or he was doing that. So you talking to your friends and yeah man do your own research and if you really want to you know step away from cancel culture don't feed into it because some people will argue about everything's being canceled and why is this and why is that it's social media everybody has a platform everybody's typing don't feed into it. Like I said, I don't say his name. I don't type it. He's canceled to me. Hashtag never my president. Don't clickbait. Everybody's clicking on something because, ooh, let's see. And that's a whole different topic for a whole different day. Social media will feed you the same thing, you know, based on what you clicked on. So you're not going to necessarily get a different perspective. So when I say educate yourself, maybe for five minutes, as much as I can tolerate, I will go watch Fox News. As painful as it is, because I need to know what they're saying instead of just my own perspective. How can I have a valid argument or, you know, be able to come back if I don't even know what they're talking about? So I would say just make sure you educate yourself. Mm. And that Fox News, but it's hard for me. That's it's like, painful. It's yeah, so it's, painful. <laughs> it's like cleaning. It's like uh, I'm country boy, so it's like cleaning, clean, cleaning chitlins and, and vinegar. Man, it's ugh. <laughs> <laughs> I cleaned it one time, and I'll never do it again. <laughs> no. All right. Last but not least, Van. Um, I, I would say. Continue to have the conversation. The conversation is important. Um, No matter who you are, no matter what it is, have the conversation. But have the conversation with intent. And it has to be about more than you being right. It has to be about more than you being able to have influence over a celebrity or get likes or um, or be an influencer. We're all contributors. We're all contributors to whatever this narrative is going to be. And it's still happening. We're still figuring it out. All this is very young. So have the conversation. But that means when you decide to be thoughtful about having the conversation, who are you going to be talking to? Don't waste your energy talking to people who have don't have your best interest in mind. Talk to the people who do, who want something better for your community. 
and then decide that my conversations are about the community rather than about the celebrity because if you keep having conversations about celebrities you'll just have a circular conversation because when that celebrity's star fades a new one will come along and he'll do the exact same thing so that never changes celebrities don't change you know what i'm saying there was Mar- marvin True. gay was before r kelly <laughs> so mm-hmm. and he and he had, he married a young girl so mm-hmm. the same way it's so none of that's new the question is are we going to start talking about what's important for us as a community rather than how that celebrity is important to us yeah. or not important to us if we can have that conversation then we start to have some progress and i'm not saying that we're somehow misguided by the conversations we're having but i'm just saying all of this is new and everybody's still just figuring it out yeah and because i am a therapist i will bring the mental health piece into it when you're having these conversations and you know and even if you're somebody who's canceling somebody ask yourself is this something that i would want to happen to me and like van said it's the whole thing is very new it's young as black people we don't necessarily have the language we're not all Sespalians or whatever like Van is we don't have the words to even talk about what we're trying to communicate because black people were taught don't talk about your feelings so how can you have an open dialogue if you don't even know mm. oh okay Tony I didn't know you was a, a therapist yep yeah man I try to talk to a therapist never <laughs> <laughs> Some of them are like that. I agree. Yeah. Well, that's well, with that, that's the end of my show. Before I end the show, I always say my little two cents about it. Um, like I said earlier in, in within the conversation, you know, there are I'm kind of split in between cancel culture. I believe cancel culture is um it has it's, it's beneficial in a way if this for me, if this individual has no, and I'm like with Van, if this person has no uh, value added to the black community and uplifting black men and black women, I'm gonna cancel you, like Candace Owens. I don't like like seeing that woman. You know what I mean? And I I love black women, but when but when you like sell out just for a paycheck, when 20, 15, 10, 15 years ago you use affirmative actions to fight something off. Now all of a sudden you 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 pro you pro Fox and pro Republican and and, and you're using uh, strategic tactics to attack your attack your own people. I'm gonna cancel you out. Um, Kanye, the comments about he said about my our ancestors. Um, Kanye, um, if I had a court asking that Kanye, if they did run away, where were they gonna run to? You know. You know what I'm saying? So, and if you do your research about history, and I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big advocate of African literature and, and African history, if they did run away, brother. Where were they going to run to? Um, so, uh, he's forever canceled. But after I was doing the research, and then, like I said, I do uh, read a lot. Um, the national, the, the federal government, in the United States, has been trying canceling black people for for ever since August. Oh no, yeah. August 20th, 2019. Now, um, Martin Luther King, he got canceled. <laughs> uh, Marcus Garvey, 
He was trying to send everybody, all, get all the black people to go move back to Africa to their roots. The federal government canceled that. Malcolm X was trying to get the, all the black people to fight, you know, stand for, love themselves and stand, you know, and fight for their beliefs. Federal government canceled that. Black Panthers, they canceled that. Now, uh, Haiti, do you know that the United States and Europe uh, collaborated together to make sure that Haiti was did not participate in the trades? So they become a poor nation that they, they are today. Did you know that France said that if you don't pay us $6, $6 billion, we was going to infiltrate or, you know, invade your country? They cancel Haiti. Private prisons. They're trying to cancel it out. Now, I'm going back to what Van said. If we're going to use this cancel culture the right way, we need to cancel some things that's going to, to make us better. Maybe we need to start canceling, murdering uh, uh, each other. We can, let's do a cancel culture vote for that. What about gentrification? Let's cancel that. What about abandoning our black women with our, with our kids? Can we cancel that 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 phenomenon? Can we have black fathers and black mothers and black children, the children in in the same household? Can we cancel that? I mean, the list goes on and on of things we need to you know cancel out, like black men not um, being able to express their their emotions and their feelings. Can we cancel that that macho thing? Uh, it's 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 slowly for me, but. Uh, it, it, it's it, you know it's it i have a nephew and and he's very he's very gifted and uh one day my nephew made me cry man because uh i realized my nephew was a better brother than i was growing up uh i went to my parents house not my parents house, i went to my sister house and i played around you know played with my nephew you know and stuff like that and i had to leave he didn't want me to leave you know how you know what i'm saying and I said, uh, uh, all right, his name is Kai, Kylan, but I call him short for Kai. I said, what's up? All right, Kai, I'll holler at you later. Love you, Uncle Marcus. And then I never I never had somebody tell me that. You know what I'm saying? A little boy tell me that. So I said, I love you too. And I drove home with a tear going down my face because I realized this little boy gets it. You know what I'm saying? He He's, he's not afraid to show his emotion. And you know, I I I didn't want to show that emotion in front of. Him. I, I I I truly love him, but I I I, I cry because I felt the love that he had for me, and I felt the love that this young boy is gonna be something special. So us as black men, we need we need, we need to cancel uh, being this macho with with each other and actually expressing our feelings without killing each other. Now, that's the end of my show. Uh, once again, thank you for being with me for two years. Hopefully, I, I can uh, survive two more. Uh, once again, if you want to support me financially, you know where to go. And you know my slogan, um, knowledge is power, economic freedom is salvation. But if you put the two together, we can build, we can build a great nation. This is Marcus with Rebuke. Talk to you soon. Peace. 